As I told you, I did watch the um, Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yes. I yes. have been recommending it to literally everybody I see. It's so fun. It's so much it's fun. It's just fun. It's silly. It's goofy. It's just a good time. Yeah. That's it. Um, you're yeah. right. I didn't have to know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. I'm sure there were like mm-hmm. certain jokes in there that I would have gotten if I knew yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but it was just a great time. Like literally a kid on the train started talking to me about like my crossword or whatever. And I was like, have you seen the Dungeons and Dragons movie? (laughs) Amanda is connecting with the youth of America. I, I I went up to Boston for my, like the weekend before my birthday. Mm -hmm. And the first night I got there, we were like, oh shit, what are we going to do? And I was like, Zoe, I'm pulling a birthday card. I want to watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie with you. And she was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, We bought it on Amazon. Yeah. (laughs) I own it now. It's streaming places, but now I own it, which is fine with me. Which is great. And honestly, the mistake that I made was renting it for $5 Mm -hmm. less than I could have bought it for. And you'll watch, you like, I'm going to watch that again. want to watch it again. I got 15 minutes in. I was like, fucking, can't believe I (laughs) rented this. I'm definitely going to watch this again. It's awesome. But yeah. And then um like a few days later we were talking uh, and I was like, "Yeah, I like don't have any marketable skills except I'm like pretty charming." <laughs> and she was like, "You're just like Chris Pine." <gasps> and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and you're like the That's a great compliment. The I know. And I was like, "You're like uh Regé, what's his name?" Oh, yeah, Regé Jean <laughs> Baptiste. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "You're just like him, Zoe. So <laughs> smart, so good at everything. Bad to talk to." <laughs> But yes, welcome to Disastrous. I'm Amanda. And I'm Hannah. Great. This is the show where you slipped on ice, you had a bad day, you're taking one down, you you <laughs> turn it around just to turn it around. Is that um, Green Day? <laughs> that was the song they used to play when people got voted off of American Idol. <laughs> I think it's Bad Day by like Daniel Pewter. Oh, okay. <laughs> So you had a bad day. That's that one. That's so pouring salt in the wound when you get kicked off like a reality show. You're like, fuck. Oh my Can god. Can you play something like, Ugh. "Ain't never gonna give you up." I'm gonna get you. I know. I think one year it was that, and then I think one year it was like, "I'm going home." Oh, which... Shit. <laughs> Savage. All right. Oh, I yeah. love it. Um, yes, yeah. this is like, you know, when you got really excited to go out to a big fancy dinner and then in your first course you found a hair in your food and you immediately mm. think like, it's probably mine. And then you look mm-hmm. and there's no way. And it's not, it's curly it's, and you have straight hair. Mm-hmm, exactly. And you're like, and then you look down, you check your pants and you're like, nope, not that either. It's neither mm-hmm. a, a head hair or a, or a or butt hair, or any other hair of yours. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we do with yeah. history. So, <laughs> but hey, you might get a free dessert out of it, which is kind of also what we do with history. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. We're the free dessert. We're the free dessert, baby. And you know what kind of dessert do you like? Cheesecake, chocolate, 
mm. some kind of fruit mm. scenario. We're here for it. We'll give you all the variety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cold, hot, soupy, <laughs> lumpy, soupy, uh, <laughs> with a little brulee on it. Ooh, burnt, but in a good way. <laughs> My favorite kind of dessert is burnt. So, all right. So, if I were to ask you to name the booziest country, mm. S- Ireland. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Okay. God damn. I was like, the U.S., Scotland. I, no, yeah, yeah. Ireland is generally, yeah. right? Okay, cool. Nailed yeah. It. So it's like, before we dive into my disaster, because my disaster is quite little and brief, mm-hmm. um, I do want to just mention that, like, a bigger cultural disaster mm-hmm. is kind of Irish drinking culture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I have Irish blood in me, and I know mm-hmm. that shit's... That's in there for sure. <laughs> I'm like, got to be careful. Every few weeks, we're going to check in. Check in. Just make sure. Just quit for a little bit. Few make days. sure this is a fully cognizant choice. Uh, <laughs> Still recreation, yeah. not like a necessity. So yeah. Not a dependency. Yeah. Um, but yeah, alcoholism in Ireland is like a big issue. Uh, some sources cite it as having the highest consumption rates in Europe. Damn. Um, and the second highest overall. Ooh. Okay. Which is like bonkers. Especially when you think of like. Who's the first highest? Okay. There's a lot of like different ways people look at these statistics and I had a hard time parsing it out. Okay. So some stats put Germany above Ireland. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Which I can see. Um, I've also seen Lithuania, Uganda, Luxembourg. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, binge drinking is like normalized and it's like, it's what everyone does as soon as they're 15. Oh my God. Which is, oh my God. So like, oh, oh Oh God. And it's like. Like, potentially connected to, like, 18th century, there was a large surge in alcoholism because, like, the working class slums were like, well, our lives are shit. Yeah. Like, alcohol's cheap. Yep. There we go. (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, you definitely see that with, like, even, um, like, in the 1800s when, like, uh, people were doing, like, menial labor or even, like, hard manual labor and beer was a you know, a nickel and like a sandwich Mm. was like a dollar or whatever. I'm making up these numbers, but this is pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, great. I'll drink dinner. And I feel great. Yeah. I feel great about it. Yeah. For one beer in. Yep. Let's do this every day. For sure. I'll drink. I'll drink dinner and then I won't notice that I'm hungry. (laughs) Exactly. Listen, it's a strategy. Yeah. Just to kind of like acknowledge that like it is a stereotype of like the irish drink so much ha 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 Mm -hmm. but like it's also like a public health problem oh yeah which i don't know i think it's uh important to always keep in mind that nuance yeah absolutely yeah thank you thank you (laughs) hannah i appreciate that (laughs) this this is this has been facts with hannah hard (laughs) statistics with hannah (laughs) i like it i'm learning a lot all right so I'm just going to start reading data sheets to you. <laughs> all right. And I'll understand a fraction of it. I'll be like, I don't know. I know. I know. Oh, my gosh. If if I'm scrolling through a data set and I'm like, 
I don't know. Uh, there are too many words in the title. I'm not so much like a science guy as much as I'm, a, I'm like a jokes guy. And if you can yeah. put it in those kind of terms, be cool. If a researchy thing yeah. that comes out has an infographic, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's the trusted source. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the source I care about. Infographic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. plenty of sense to me. <laughs> Um, with like the fun, like minimalist. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Art. Give me some colors. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Great. Little stick people. <laughs> um, okay. So to set the scene, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful summer night in Dublin, Ireland. It is, uh, June 18th, 1875 to be exact. Okay. And we're going to focus our attention on Lawrence Malone's storehouse, which is on the corner of Artie Street. And in Lawrence Malone's storehouse, 5,000 barrels, equaling about 315,000 U.S. gallons total of whiskey are being stored. Okay. Undiluted whiskey. Oh, god damn. Okay. So that's like the <laughs> the overproof, like what we would consider overproof, right? Like- I, I think it's just like more alco- alcohol yeah. content. Alcohol by volume. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hasn't been fully processed yet. Oh. Um, <laughs> God. Maybe a little icky. How much would somebody have, have to pay you to take a shot of, like, warm, undiluted <sighs> whiskey? I'd probably do it on a day or two. I know, right? I was like, I probably <laughs> wouldn't need much convincing. They'd probably be like, just do it. Do it. I have, do it. I have Even- a tattoo on my back <laughs> that says commit to the bit. <laughs> I think I would do it for a dare. I would do it for like a laugh or like just the reaction of the people that I'm around. Like, if if someone gave me a bit of attention, yeah, we'll do. We'll we'll dance for attention. Great. Yeah, honestly. All right. So 4:30 p.m. Lock in the key. Storehouse is closed down for the night. Uh, now we're gonna cut on over. Let's just leave the storehouse to hang out. We're cutting over to William Smith. William Smith is an unmarried laborer, 21 years old. And William and his neighbor, John McGrain, uh, met at the corner of Bow Street at 10 p.m. for a night out on the town. But the two men heard of a fire quickly spreading and engulfing part of the city known as the Liberties. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. So people who had lived in that area... Uh, had been alerted to the sound of fire mm-hmm. or had been alerted to the fire by the sound of livestock, like screeching and running down the streets and escaping their pens. Oh my God, what a nightmare. Where you yeah. just hear like this like eerie like cow scream and you're just like, what uh, the fuck is that? And then I'm like, <laughs> no thanks. Ugh. So an extremely efficient evacuation took place. They got everyone out of there real quick, which I'm going to say, uh 1800s congratulations exactly what i was gonna say i was like 1875 (laughs) like a flawless evacuation without like telephones or internet like all right yeah kudos good job guys good job it's good work (laughs) so there are no injuries no deaths from the fire itself no deaths from inhalation nothing like that and yet 13 people died that night from well (laughs) Let me tell you, Amanda. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I know you're going to tell me, but I'm like, oh, was it the booze? The whiskey? I was like, <laughs> I was like writing this one out and I was like, oh, I'm going to need to pad this one. <laughs> I was like, I'll just lay, lay some traps yeah. along the way. Yeah. 
It's like a little riddle. I love it. Yeah, make it a mystery. I love it. <laughs> well, sometime between locking up at 4.30 p.m. and the alarm being raised at 8.30 p.m., a fire broke out in Lawrence Malone's whiskey storehouse. Okay. There, uh, no idea what happened. No idea how the fire started. Mm. But by 9.30, casks were exploding. <gasps> and undiluted whiskey was pouring out of the doors and the windows. Oh, my God. What mm-hmm. the fuck? And, like, it's, like, yeah. thousands of gallons, right? 300,000 about. Oh. More than that, I think. Oh, my God. Like. <laughs> oh, my God. Think of all that milk. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think of gallons and milk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's how I know what a gallon is. There's no other way to picture yeah. it. But, like, damn. Okay. So mm. they were, like, the vats were exploding but the whiskey wasn't putting Bats out the fire. Exploding. Well, because the undiluted whiskey was crazy flammable. That's what I was going to ask. I was like, was the whiskey flammable? Because mm-hmm. yes, we do see that. And because of that, firefighters, the fire brigade couldn't put it out with water because God. the water would just kind of like spread it. So eventually they ended up using like sand and manure. Right. But they were kind of useless for a minute. Yeah. You gotta smother it and like imagine like climbing up a, a fire ladder with like a bucket of manure and just <laughs> plop. <laughs> just like oh the, the cow ran out, pretty convenient. <laughs> just uh, take some of this here turd, turd, and we'll just throw it right on there. It's not as satisfying as you would think, but and that's the thing is there were columns of flame that were thirty feet high. <gasps> so you're just. Throwing a bucket of sand, I guess, yeah. on like a three-story, I, you know, plume. Yeah, like there, the fuck? there's no sand hose, or yeah, shit hose, unless you open up like a yeah. Oh, don't damn. want water in there at all. Um, and then another little tidbit. So, well, a small row of houses on Mill Street were demolished, and then the fire actually started going towards a maternity hospital. <gasps> And a convent. Oh, my God. But then the wind changed directions. And the fire went the other way. So I guess I believe in God now. Right? Like, <laughs> like you you know, all those nuns were just praying so hard. They're like, no, 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 uh-huh. no, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And then just the wind shifts and it just like 180 degrees. Like, we knew it. We knew it. Yep. The Lord protects. <laughs> the Lord protects. And they told that story for the next 200 years. <laughs> oh, that story is responsible for like 2,000 conversions. Right? Easy. <laughs> <laughs> if God didn't exist, then explain this story. Like, okay. <laughs> all um, right. So, all right. Babies, moms, so, and sisters all saved. Good job. Baby, babies, moms, and sisters. So a river of whiskey running down the street, two feet wide, six <gasps> inches deep. Oh my god! It's a kiddie pool. Yeah, that is legit. You could wash your clothes and, in that. Yeah, stink, stinky, stinky clothes. Yeah, I was like, I wouldn't, but you could. Um, and like, what is an Irishman to do when he is faced with a river of whiskey? You scoop it up. You scoop it you up scoop and drink it. it. Up. Like, you scoop, you scoop it up. What am I a lunatic? So- like I, even this the other, day, the other day, I was saying like if somebody 
offers me like if I order a glass of wine at a restaurant or whatever, they're like, okay, do you want six or nine ounces? And I'm like, what? What am I a schmo? What, what are you talking about? Nine ounces. <laughs> well, you should just you should only pour nine ounces if that's going to be the option. Like, just give everybody yeah. nine ounces. Like, what or are it's you like talking about those like super alcoholic like thick stouts mm-hmm. where you're only supposed to have like a cordial glass of them. And I'm yeah. like, whatever, give me a pint. Pint. Give me a big pint. I don't know. One of the, do you have one of those boots? Big, big boy. Do you have a stein? (laughs) And then I'm like, "Mm, this is achy. I actually don't like it. Like, Hannah, you only had four sips, and you're like, "Mm, still. (laughs) Nothing, you. Okay, so so they're scooping up this river of whiskey. According according to a newspaper at the time, the Illustrated London Times, quote, Crowds of people assembled and took off their hats and boots to collect the whiskey, which ran in streams along the streets. Nice. Mm-hmm. Classy. Like, I didn't even like this hat. Whatever. Yeah. Now it's my favorite hat. That's my favorite hat. It's got my favorite smell. It's eau mm. de whiskey. Well, what would you use? What are you using to scoop? That's a great You're question. In this situation. I mean, like, I guess if I'm in like the 1800s, Mm. probably uh, my purse like sure eh, yeah but a a boot and a hat does sound i mean or like Um, if you could like fasten off a side of your petticoat real quick oh yeah you're like underskirt Mm -hmm. (laughs) is it like a liquid proof no, no, probably not. But <laughs> like the, I mean, I'd try it. I would at least, or I would probably just be like, "All right, just I'm gonna scoop it. Like I'm gonna lap it up a little bit now, and then once I'm a little bit buzzed, I can formulate an even better plan." <laughs> <laughs> the key to success—that is how the best plans are made. The I think buzz. so. There were people. There were people like using their hands, like. Getting any, like, cups they had in their house. They're like, mm-hmm. on the way out of town, just going to grab a cup real quick. Slurp. Yeah. Um, but the alcohol was, like, far more potent than people are used to. Because it's undiluted. Shit. Nothing is worse mm-hmm. than, like, you have, like, a couple sips of something. And you're like, hot damn. Like, that, I'm drunk. Like, it normally takes me, like, yeah. three drinks. But now I'm, like halfway through this one and i'm drunk it, yeah it really just kicks you in the nards it doesn't happen to me personally mm. um <laughs> it's it usually happens to me with like a craft cocktail that i'm not sure how Ooh. like what they put in it like it's no like navy proof rum or something like that and i'm just like damn <laughs> i thought i was gonna be able or to like way more if you're like mm, i can take five shots real quick <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> I shouldn't have taken five real quick. No, no I can't. I should have given myself time to process that. Yeah, where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then you're like, wake up the next morning and you're like, oh, no. Oh, I was not fine. That was not fine. <laughs> it really caught me. It oh. really caught up. All right, oh. so people and, are taking off yeah. their boots, petticoats. And- so... At the end of the day, there were 24 hospitalizations and 13 deaths because of alcohol poisoning. Alcohol poisoning. That's fucking rough. Oh, yeah. That's awful. So (laughs) the the mayor, I believe at the time, Mayor Peter Paul McSwiney, which (laughs) so 
Christian, and so Irish. So Irish. <laughs> you got like two of the big saints in there. Yep. And then McSwiney. I know. Oh, lad. Oh, McSwiney. <laughs> Mayor McSwiney. <laughs> so he commented on how Dublin was a city, quote, where there was a tendency to indulge moderately in drink. And, quote, in the present case, the unfortunate victims could not restrain themselves, as I understand, from the burning fluid. Oh, God. <laughs> Which, like, it is hot whiskey. It's hot. It's hot. And undiluted's got to be fucking fire from <sighs> start to finish. Like, it hits your yeah. stomach and it's still on fire. Oh, I'm sure, like, these, like, I'm sure there were also people who were, like, already tipsy from like going out and drinking at the bars yeah and then being like oh 10 p.m oh shit what's that out my window <laughs> don't mind if i have a well, little nightcap mm-hmm. and then it doesn't taste bad once you're drunk no that's true i know that for a fact well mm-hmm. and to go to die via alcohol poisoning oh my god just <sighs> off, like imagine dying from a hangover like yeah i or you're just like drunk and and don't feel good. It's like the drunk pukes, and then you just can't stop, and then you're dead. Like that. Oh, it's not. Oh, I think when I was in high school, I was like, I was like, I don't even care if I puke while I drink. I don't even feel it. And then I got to college, and I was like, I don't like puking yeah. while oh, I, I drink. Really try my best not to like yeah i really don't like puking it's not fun. yeah it's not for me and now i'm like i have a sip of whiskey and i have a terrible headache the next day <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> well end of the day end of everything end of this fire uh they eventually got it out and uh six million euros of damage was done <gasps> in whiskey that's inflated for today's time okay Okay, thank God. And only 61 of the 5,000 barrels were recovered. So some of them exploded. Right. Some of them had been destroyed in the fire. And some, people say, went missing under suspicious circumstances. (laughs) Dude, if there was like a fire at like a brewery, like a microbrewery or like whatever... And they were like, dude, their cameras don't work. Just go in there. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> their cameras burned off. Yeah. If you can get some, like, fire protection gear. Yeah. Just just go in there. Grab a keg. I'd be like, mm, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. I'll keep it in my house. I'll use it as a coffee table. No problem. <laughs> I'll figure out how to dilute whiskey, I guess. Yeah. I'll make my bathtub a distillery. Whatever. Perfect. Oh, man. That is wild, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> that is the, the story of the Dublin Whiskey Fire. Oh, my gosh. Wherein the fire did not kill a single person, not even a nun. But the burning hot whiskey did kill someone. Did. Oh. Did kill a few people. Damn. All right. What yeah. a way to go. Well, uh, thank you for telling yeah. me that. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little shorty, but I had I had it written up for a while, and I wanted to tell you about it. Yeah, girl, I I completely same. Um, well, awesome. So great job. Um, yeah, that was a little shorty. 
Uh, do you want to tell the kids uh, where to find us and follow us and all that good stuff? I sure do. We are on Instagram at Disastrous Pod. We are on uh, TikTok and Twitter at Disastrous Lee Pod with an L Y. And you can email us at disastrouspod at gmail.com. Uh, and hey, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe this one. You know, tell your pals about it. Uh, tell your tell your mom. Tell your Aunt Cheryl. Yeah. And tell that person yeah. that's like, um, you know, maybe you go to a bakery sometimes and you don't really know that person's name, mm-hmm. but you want to connect with them because you see them a lot. Just tell them about us. And Like if you have like headphones on and someone's like, oh my God, what are you listening to? Like even if it's not this podcast at the time, lie. You can lie. Almost nothing yeah. bad happens when you lie. And <laughs> you can take that <laughs> advice to the bank. <laughs> perfect all right more advice this has been disastrous i'm amanda and i'm hannah and we love you and respect you and we will catch you on the flippy floppy okay bye. bye